Hello, hello. It is not good morning. We have just clicked over to this afternoon. Hope you are all doing fantastically well, fabulous, amazing, and ridiculously awesome. So, oh, look, this is really annoying. Um, I am. <laughs> Isn't it fun how we always have these little, not always, we don't always have tech challenges, do we? No, what am I talking about? Um, wanted to get this up in here ready for your viewing pleasure. Let's get that. Hello, Myrna. Hello, Catherine. Welcome, welcome, welcome to today's Coffee Run Live. Yes, we are a little bit belated because I have been moving all of the roller derby things. Good morning, Joe. Um, hello, Neri. I say good morning, I mean good afternoon. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Really excited to see you guys this morning. Um, I'm also, <laughs> today, a um, couple of things that have been really interesting have been some things that I've been asked about, particularly over the last few days uh, and last week, and it's been around journaling. So journaling, I'm actually doing a TV interview in a couple of hours about it as well, because um, it's something I think that a lot of people um, don't pay, I don't know, don't give enough credit to There's, I don't know. I, I think for me, the thing with journaling, and I've been thinking about this in, in prep for this interview later on today and, and off the back of some conversations I've been having, it's a little bit like the uh, the most, you know how squats are really underrated as being a really cool exercise or um, overhead tricep, uh, like tricep weight work is, you know, often a really underrated exercise, but really freaking effective. Um, this is what journaling's like right? It's like these little things that you think, oh, that's not really going to make too much of a difference. And it makes huge amounts of difference to perhaps how you feel and what you notice. And journaling is something certainly that's a really big help for me anyway, and for lots of people that I work with and um, some, some of you who I don't necessarily work closely with. But it kind of talks into a little bit of this um, this concept around a lot, a lot of the, a roadblock, a big roadblock that a lot of people have when it comes to putting out their content is the, the worry or the fear of them not knowing enough yet, right? I know I have felt like that before and I think, you know, sometimes it's like, um, oh, I just don't think I've got enough experience. I don't know that I know enough yet. I don't know if I know how to be able to differentiate from all of these people that do have these worlds and, and, and wealth of experience. And the thing that we're just gonna call bullshit on right here, right now, hey Kylie, good to see you, is that you do absolutely know enough. Now, if you're in the business of helping other people, and these are the people that I work with, you know, the, the types of people I work with are consultants, trainers, um, therapists, mental health professionals, you know, your, your whole life is about helping other people to uh, get, get better, be more, do more, you know, whatever, Help, helping people live their best life, ultimately, uh, whether it's through the, a musical vehicle, whether it's through a, a book that you've written, it doesn't matter like what it is that you've done. But the thing that we often forget is, is how much knowledge, how much experience you already have within you. And, and I think the next thing that tends to come up is a little bit of this, you know, the comparisonitis thing where you go, okay, I'm going to go and do this and I'm going to go and put myself out there, but 
such and such have, have been has been doing this for a whole lot longer than me. Why is anyone going to listen to me? You know, how am I going to stand out in the crowd? How am I going to have my voice being heard when everyone else is already so freaking noisy? And I suppose to, for me, what that is a really good indication of is that you want to do something more. Like you're wanting to put yourself out there. You're wanting to do things. But at the same time, you've got this big fly up screen wall that's like, no, you can't. And I'm here to let you know, yes, you can. So the way that what, what people tend to think about is when they, when it comes up, when they come up with, oh, I don't know enough yet, or such and such knows more than me, or they've been doing this for longer, or they've got a, um, like they've got a, a, a bigger presence than me. They've written four more books than I've written. I've only written two, or I haven't even written a book yet, or, you know, whatever the case might be. The thing is, is that you're comparing yourself. And, and I know that this is obvious, Captain Obvious, that you, you're comparing yourself to a peer, right? You're comparing yourself to someone else. And there is no need to do that. There is absolutely no need for you to compare where you are at, where your experience lies and, and sits compared to somebody else, because you're never going to sell to that person, right? I'm not going to sell how to create content to someone who is also selling how to create content, right? They are not my market. So I've got no need to try and look at them and go, okay, so this is what they're doing. How do I differentiate? How do I be more relevant? How do I be noisier? How do I like blah, blah, blah. What they are doing is actually completely irrelevant to what you are needing to do. You don't need to compare yourself to anyone because you only need to be an expert to your audience member, to that person that you really want to help and, and the person that you really want to transform, the person that you want to educate, inspire, motivate, train, heal, whatever it is that you do, you know, that is who you are here to help and serve, not your competitor. So, you know, it's a really interesting, uh, this comparisonitis thing is, is a really interesting concept. And and I wrote an article for one of my, hey, Ainsley, for one of my BFFs forever, the very, very fabulous and inimitable Joe Muirhead, uh, about comparisonitis, actually. And I shared with her in the article that I wrote for her, I, it, it made me think about this a time in 2015 where I, I was in a mastermind and we had our first live mastermind meeting and I rolled in and feeling like the little country hick from outback Australia, feeling like I, I wasn't good enough. I was comparing myself to, you know, there's like people like Russell Brunson in the room who wasn't a big name back then, but he was like, had visions of doing really big things. Um, we had some really, really well-known people in the room that, that became well-known people in the room. And I remember just like looking at them and obviously they're US based as well and feeling really so inferior. Um, thank you, John. Uh, so inferior, not um, not inferior as a as a like from a person to person relatability type thing, but more inferior from a place of experience. I guess you know I, I was very well known in the industry for being the Facebook a Facebook ads expert here in Australia anyway. Um, being a Facebook ads, ads expert, doing millions of dollars a year, uh, not a year, sorry, doing millions of dollars in sales, um, rolling on about a million a year, uh, all, all online. And, um, 
you know, I remember looking around this room, just comparing myself to all of these people who just seemed like they were so cool, calm and collected and together. And I'm like, holy shit. You know, I felt like a really small fish in a, in a very big pond, which I had done strategically, right? Because I really love having um, people to chase. You know, I real in the sense of I, I really love being in a group where I'm inspired to to push and to be more and do more and and things like that. And so, what was what was really curious was this whole thing around comparing myself to them. And the thing that I it, it took me a, a long time actually to make peace with the fact that you know, it doesn't matter what, what they do because I don't need to appeal to them. They are not my market. They are not my client. I don't need to transform them or help them. And, and you know, some people were doing things, similar things to what I was doing. Uh, some people were doing, I hope I didn't just lose you there. Hey, Jeanette. The thing for me was I, I was really good at continuing to come back to, well, hang on a second. I, I, I do know enough uh, and I don't need to be relevant to everyone. I just need to be relevant to my audience. I just need to be relevant to my niche. I just, to be, I just need to be helpful and relevant to the people who need me. And these people don't need me. And that's totally fine. So the, the thing that I want to remind you of today is that you only need to become an expert in your audience for your audience, for your niche of people, for the people that you really, really want to work with, you know, for the people that you want to magnetize and attract into your business, everybody else, you know, they're, they're great. They're, they're ticking along. They're fine. They're amazing humans, I'm sure, but you don't need to worry about them. They're irrelevant to you and to your agenda. The only thing that you ever need to concern yourself about is, well, can I help my people take one step forward from where they are? And what this does for you and what and the way that it annihilates this whole I don't know enough yet little gremlin that needs to be told to like F off and never raise its head again is to come back to going, all right, well, you know, so long as I can help my audience who may or may not be similar to you maybe six months, 12 months, two years, five years ago, 10 years ago, you know, what is it that you would need to know in order, you know, back then, what did you need to know in order to take a step forward, right? So, so long as you can help your audience take one step forward, then guess what? You are an expert in their eyes because you are able to help move them that step forward. So you don't have to be an expert in your industry compared to what all of the other experts are. You've just got to be an expert in their world. It's like, I don't need to be loved by everybody, although I would very much love that. I don't need to be loved by everybody. I just need to be loved by the people that matter because the people who don't love me, like, why would I care? You know, I care about them as fellow humans and and, and I really hope that they're having a, you know, a, a great life. But at the end of the day, everybody else doesn't even matter. The only people that, that really need slash who I want to, you know, really that I care about and I really want to love me are the people that are my people, right? So this little thing about, I don't know, I don't know enough yet. Yes, you fucking do. And you need to get past this bullshit that you're telling yourself that, oh, I, I haven't got enough time yet. I haven't done enough pro bono clients yet. I haven't got enough paying clients yet. I don't know. I haven't read all of the books under the sun. I haven't finished my qualification. I haven't finished my degree. I haven't got 
20 certifications, I only have 15. You know, it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. It doesn't matter how, how established anyone else is. It doesn't mean that you're not an expert and it certainly doesn't mean that you don't know enough yet because you do. So the thing you need to come back to all the time is who are the people that you really want to help? Who is your niche? Who is your audience? What do they what do they want? What do they need? How do how are they how are they living and experiencing the world at the moment? And is there something that, that's going on for them that you can help them with to, to bring them a step forward? And that makes you an expert in their eyes. What is it that they're going through that you can solve for them? How can you motivate and inspire them? So some things to question, uh, like the things for you to be able to question are, who are these people at a really deep level? Who are they at a soul level, right? I'm not talking about their, like, where do they live? Do they live in Melbourne? Do they have three children? Are they married? Are they single? You know, are they CEO? Like, I don't care. Who are they at their core? You know, are they are they fun? Are they engaging? Are they are they high achievers? Are they the quiet people that sit in the back of the room who really desperately wish that they had the confidence to be able to speak up and stand up for themselves? Are they the people in the room who really ultimately wish that isolation life could carry on forever because they really love being on their own? You know, what what are, what are your people experiencing? What are they like? And what we tend to do when we're, you know, when we're, we're moving really fast and we're trying to get content pumping out, we're kind of trying to do all the things, all the things, all the things. This is where we revert, most people, revert to going back, all right, my, my people are 35 years old, they've got two children, they're married, their, their husbands are working, their wives are working, their, their children are driving them fucking crazy. Um, you know, they need all this help with all the homeschooling or, you know, they're doing really well, but you know what, my in-laws are driving me nuts or, you know what, everybody is really great. You know, they're plastering on this facade of being amazing, but inside they feel like they're, like their soul is shriveling and withering up and dying. You know, if that's what's going on for them, then how do you, or how can you, and what would you do to take them that step forward? Message confusion and lack of clarity usually comes when you're sitting there thinking, what the fuck am I gonna say today? And like, what do I need to do? And how am I going to do it? And it's all about I, me, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna do it? What I want you to do is flip it around and make it about your audience. Come back to, you know, what are they going through today? How are they feeling today? You know, how are you feeling today? What are you experiencing today? You know, how are you feeling amazing and on top of the world? And how can we carry that through and sustain that? Or are you feeling like you're, you're not, like you're failing? And if you're feeling like you're failing, then how can we, how can we rewire that so that you're feeling resourceful and empowered and motivated and inspired? And so, you know, when you start thinking about that and you're focusing on them, it takes the pressure off you to try and dig deep into your brain and find the content that you have to share. And this is kind of where journaling comes in, right? So, you know, this, this thing around, I don't know enough yet, you guys should be affirming every day, I am an expert. I am, I am amazing at, at, at connecting with my audience. Oh, thank you, Sonia. 
you know, I'm glad that's really helpful. Um, you know, you should be affirming every day that you are, that your audience loves what you have to say and, and really start to build that muscle around affirming for yourself that, that you've got this, right? Also in your journal, something that I, I shared with, hey, Jessica, something that I shared with uh, clients today on our 6 a.m. call was, you know, who... Who are, the, who, is, who are the people that I want to be calling in, right? Who are the people that I really want to be talking to and what are they like and what do they need to hear today? If, you are, if you're stuck inside your head and, and you've got this time pressure and, and, um, and your creativity pressure and you're making it all about you because we're really fucking good at that, right? I think we all get A triple pluses at, at making it all about us. Then shift the focus, bring a journal out and start journaling in there about the fact that you do know enough, that all you need to do is help your people move one or two steps forward from where they are right now. What do they really need to hear? What do they really need to see? What do they really need to do? And how can you provide that to them? And you guys, you know, that little, I don't know enough yet voice kind of just goes like, you know, be gone. Bye, Felicia. Be gone. You, you don't even need to, you know, can consider that again because you do. I mean, there, there's, there's a whole slew of very uh, structure-driven, um, very pragmatic ways that I can demonstrate and show you that you actually do know enough. And we will be doing that in Visible Live, actually, uh, where you build out this whole content plan. You've got 12 months of, of marketing plan set up. You, you get to see your, your genius fall out, of the, fall out of the page and look something like that at the end of um, Visible Live that's happening next weekend, which provides a really amazing framework and a really beautiful safety net for you. Now, that's just one part of it. Right, that is that is fucking genius. That thing right there. I just have to say to you, and it did come out of you know me or the universe or somewhere. It's fucking brilliant. But that's only one part of it. The other part is you coming back and and tapping in and just going. You know what? I do know enough, and I've just all I need to do is get out there and help some people, right? And and help them take one step. So. The Cliff's Notes from today, if you are just joining in, Jess, it has been a long time since you've joined live. I've missed you. I was thinking about you yesterday. Um, think about you all the time. I was thinking about you yesterday. Um, the Cliff's Notes for you is comparisonitis is where you are, you've got your focus in, in very bluntly, and I don't normally say shit like this, you've got your focus in the wrong direction. You're focusing on your peers who are never going to freaking buy from you. Instead, you need to focus on your audience. You need to affirm that you do know enough and remember who your audience is. All you need to do with your audience is tap in to who it is that they are, help them take one or two steps forward so they can ultimately achieve their goal, their dream, their desire, whatever it is that they really want. And you then automatically become an expert in their eyes. We don't need to be an expert in your peers' eyes. They don't care about you. I mean, they might care about you, you know, if you're in a mastermind or, you know, whatever, that's fine. But at the end of the day, like, it doesn't matter. The fourth thing that I want to remind you of, and I don't think I said it this morning, I, I don't think I've said it in this call. The thing for you to remember is that there is so much abundance 
to go around. You know, it doesn't matter if the person next door, across the, in the next town, in the next street, in the next state, in the next country, it doesn't matter how many people are doing what you're doing. Do you really think that there, there is not enough to go around? Do you really think, do you really, really think that there's, that there's not space for you and your magic and your personality and your wit and your sass and, and your way of doing things in this world? Of course there fucking is. And all you need to do is, is tap in to, to that bit of who you are, tap in to that bit of who they are and, and create that really beautiful magnetic connection. And guys, you're going to be on fucking fire. So that is what I have to share with you today. Visible Live will absolutely help you to make all of this stuff happen and, and get it out and certainly work on the the very structured stuff, which provides a freaking amazing safety net for you. It will help you stand out. It will help you create that individualization and freaking badass content and have you being on message all the time and feeling excited and motivated and inspired to put out to, to put your stuff out there. Um, the link is in the comments. You will see it in there. I think it's in the pinned comment. Uh, if you are listening to the audio, you will see it in the description, the, the show notes. So you've got the dot points. I hope you've got a big swift kick in the ass. And this I don't know enough yet has been ground in like a mortar and pestle and turned into crappy little dust that we can just go, big on, you're done. All right. So what do you need to do? You are very welcome, Jeanette. Get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it. I will catch you tomorrow. Most of all, though, you guys remember the world is ready for your brand of awesomeness. I will see you very, very soon. Mwah.